Hello, darling. This is Elvira, Mistress of the Dark, and you're listening to the Nightmare Junkhead Podcast. What? in and out of your consciousness like a bad dream you can't wake from, this is the Nightmare Junkhead Podcast, a horror podcast that imbibes all the Bulgarian cocktails. My name is Greg D. I'm Genius McGee. And on today's episode, we creep closer to All Hallows' Eve as we take on Trolls and Vern as we dive into 1991's Ernest Scared Stupid. <laughs> hey, Vern, look at that. Look at that crazy critter. And whether or not you are lactose intolerant, you can listen into our show, Simply search for Nightmare Junkhead wherever podcasts are played, hit subscribe, and when we drop our latest episode, it will download directly to your listening device of choice. All up in your e-hee-hee-hee-hole. And if you happen to get Wi-Fi in your treehouse, uh, you can find us on social media. Uh, we're on Twitter at Nightmare Junk and on Facebook at Nightmare Junkhead. And of course, it is on the Book of Face where we again have an events tab, which again leads to shenanigans and cyber shenanigans. And as this episode is releasing on Friday, October 23rd, mm-hmm. Screenland Armor, they've got you handled indoors, outdoors, and virtually all over. And starting indoors on that Friday, we have our latest Friday Night Fright, which is an I've seen that. And it's an I've seen that too. Good. Well, I'm glad we are going to both be experiencing the sequel to Mary Lambert's original 1988 classic, We Are Going Back to the Grave with Pet Cemetery. Two. Sometimes that is better. Again. Again. Um, no, with Mr. Krabs from SpongeBob. Yes. Mr. Clancy Brown taking the money. <laughs> it, it's definitely some cognitive dissonance for a lot of people. There I know, right? When they reverse engineer, but it's between that and the Kurgan, there's a lot of trauma going on. Go, Clancy. But of course, the following Friday, we want to give you a heads up to what we're doing. Yes! I'm so excited for next Friday. Why don't you tell us a little bit about next it, Next Friday, we are showing, we're not going to dream it, we're going to be it. We are showing the Rocky Horror Picture Show, but it's not just any old Rocky Horror. We don't have any props. We don't want any props. We don't want any secret scripts, so none of all that extra words. You're just singing along and quoting along and having a good time. I am shivering with anticipation. Oh, I can't wait. Don't dream it. Be And, of course, uh, that week, the, the, the this weekend, not already thinking about next weekend. I know. But this weekend, indoors, uh, you also have Sweets for the Sweets. Yes. The original Candyman. Alan. And speaking of originals, we have the original The Haunting. Ooh. Yes. Ooh. And of course, getting classy, Interview with the Vampire. Too sexy. Weesh. Indeed. Now that is indoor. Outdoors, Friday night, it was so good, they had to screen it twice. Uh, They're bringing back the double feature of A Nightmare Before Christmas. And Hocus Pocus. Ew, that's going to be a ball, but just warm. We, a, a little chilly out there, so definitely bring on your extra warm cloaks. Prepare for Toros in the atmosphere. <laughs> Indeed, but then that following night on Saturday, and this is what I have been looking forward to for the entire month, a double feature of Old Dark House, followed by Sam Raimi's Drag Me to Hell. That's going to be dope. 
I am really looking forward to that one, and it's and I've seen that for Old Dark House. I've seen that for Old Dark House too, but I love Drag Me to Hell. Well, that is quite good. Now, of course, if you're not comfortable being indoor or outdoor, mm-hmm. we've got you covered virtually as well. Uh-huh. Uh, you can go to ScreenLinOnline.com to rent a number of really good films, including Brea Grant's uh, 12-Hour Shift. Uh-huh. Uh, but more importantly, we have our latest... Shutter Shout, our Monday Mystery Quarantine is. Movie Netflix Movie Party. <laughs> it's always a mouthful, but we, we should have done it this last week. But, you know, things happen. It's it's 2020, so everything was a little grain of salt, and everything's got to have a little bit of wiggle room. But it's going to be worth it. It's a ho- it's our Halloween edition. It's one of my new favorite Halloween movies of all time, um, and you will absolutely love it. We'll be tipping tongue light, tippily tapping along with you during the movie. Um, are we going to do it after? No, oh. we're tell tell them now. Oh, we're going to be doing it doing it live to it. Oh uh, no no no! Just tell them the movie. Oh, tell you the movie now. Yeah. Oh man, I was hoping for a surprise, but it's going to be great. Oh no no no! It's it- going to be Tales of Halloween. Rem- one it- of the best ones. Remember, we know it's no longer Monday mystery movie night. That's right. It's quarantine. <laughs> we, Netflix. We got to get them. We got rid in. of the mystery. All that right. is right. No, Tales of Halloween, one that we saw for the first time at Screenland Tapcade. One of the best anthologies, Halloween or other. This it's, is a it knocked it out of the park. And that's going to be happening on October twenty sixth, and then of course that following Saturday on Halloween mm-hmm. is going to be our latest Shutter shout out, mm-hmm. of which it is going to be programmed exclusively by Genius McGee. Yes, for the younger demographics, for the kids, for the ones who are stuck and they can't trick or treat, they want to see something spooky and scary. We got you covered. We got you covered. Absolutely, and uh, to be announced the titles on that, but that's on uh, Saturday, October thirty. First. Mm-hmm. Now, speaking of, um, if you want to get the extra goods, the customized pre-show, yep. intro, trailers, and post-film discussion, all you need to do is become a member of the Screenland film family. Uh, head on over to patreon.com slash screenland. And if we are speaking of Patreon and film family... Yes, a bellies. Oh, one more thing. Don't forget on uh, Screenland Armor, go to Tricks or Treats. They, that's coming up, too. We're going to be oh. doing some stuff about that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It gets... So much stuff coming out. I know. So much stuff. We just did a uh, debate for it, and that was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. And speaking of stuff that was fun, the Kansas City Horror Club, the latest horror at the drive-in. It was a hoot. It was a blast. It was great. Almost sold out the entire drive-in. I think it was a little bit windy for the vendors, but then the wind died down and everybody had a good time. We showed Pumpkinhead, and we showed Trick or Treat, and it was so much fun. Really, thank you Everybody who came, uh, all the members of the horror club, I really couldn't have done it without you guys. Um, all the vendors, again, we couldn't have done it without you guys, and all the staff, we couldn't have done the staff without. We couldn't have done it without you guys at the staff at the drive-in, and of course, everybody who showed up and came and had a great time. I think everybody had a ball. I, I haven't so. heard any complaints. I believe so. And a very special shout out to all of our Patreon pallies, and that includes Diana, Dustin, Julie, Michael, and Michelle. It was wonderful seeing you all out there. Yeah. And it was just wonderful to be together again. Isn't good to be together again. again. There you go. You guys are effing rad. Hey, they are. Absolutely. And again, if you'd like us to uh, wax your car or give you a shout out, all you need to do is become a member of our film family. You can do that at patreon.com slash nightmare junkhead. Now, speaking of, I'm glad you mentioned and we're doing that on Halloween the programming for the kids. Yes. Because if there's one thing that we are big on here, it is, and we, man, we've talked about it forever. So much, like since episode two. <laughs> but doing an episode on gateway horror. And what we mean by gateway horror is the kind of horror films that you can transition 
be it a, a normie, mm-hmm. or perhaps maybe someone of a younger age, where you don't want to throw them right into the deep part of the no, pool. No, but you definitely want to start them on the path. Absolutely. you got to dip your toe in. Mm-hmm. And there are a number of films out there that I think, that we think, that I think even our guests think, that definitely fall into that category. And that's the thing. We do have guests on this episode. and I Special, uh, important guests. Beyond very special and important, I think can truly give us an expert opinion on if a certain film that we're going to be talking about is a gateway horror film. Now, you know our guest uh, as host of one of my favorite podcasts. I'm not lying. It is on my regular rotation. It is both scary and saccharine. Please welcome back to Nightmare Junkhead from the Cadavercast, Al and Jeff Burnham. Hey. Hey. What's going on, gang? How are you all? Great. Doing a-okay. As much as we can. But yeah. Yep. Yeah. we're doing the new norm now, so it's kind of good to see you all in a, a Zoom environment. Uh, which I mean, not that we've ever seen each other in like a real environment, but you know. Hey, 2021's coming up. Baby steps. Baby <laughs> right? steps. Again, we talk about the, uh, the gateway horror. It's transitioning into that now. Ah. Um, for our listeners out there, where can they transition and find you all out on social media? Please plug and promote away. Do you want to handle it, Al? You got this? <laughs> okay, where can they listen to our show? All right, I'll, I'll do that one. SoundCloud, <laughs> Apple Podcasts, etc. wherever you find them. And if you don't find it, tell us, and I'll put it there. Um, then, Al, where are we on Twitter? You got that one? Cadaver underscore cast. Instagram? Cadavercast, one word. And then the Facebook? Cadavercast Critters and Creeps Club. Join the club. (laughs) Chef's kiss. Chef's Mm -hmm. kiss. (laughs) So I've got to give you guys a compliment. Um, Again, I love the show. And Al, more than anything, my favorite episodes are what the Al is episodes, where for any of our listeners that aren't familiar, this is where now... Al is, he has seen an impressive amount of horror films. He's, he's a student <laughs> of horror. He is, he is. But, you know, Cadaver das, Dad, he is responsible, and he knows that there are certain movies that Al should not yet, wa- yet watch. And they're the greatest episodes because it's basically asking Al, what does he think uh, Hellraiser is all about? Which <laughs> was another really... Okay. Uh, but again, well, you're yeah. probably wrong, Al, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was one where when we got to the end, because when we get to the end, I like to tell him what he got right, what he got wrong, what it's really about. And when he chose Pinhead and we got to the end of that, I was like, I can't tell you anything at all. There's, you, you are not old enough to understand 99% of what's going on in that. All you need to know, there's a mattress you do not want to sleep on. <laughs> that's, that's right. That's... <laughs> but... Your last episode with The Gate is one of my favorites because I saw The Gate when I was 12 years old. So technically, I think if we're going by that, now the only reason I, I may have been able to see it younger, but I just had to see it, wait for it to come out on HBO. But I'm curious, when do you think Al might be able to watch The Gate for the first time? Because he's getting pretty seasoned. It's one that I... I think we're going to watch soon. I really do. Um, he's, I mean, he, when we watched Jaws, for example, like I was waiting. I was, I was like watching and waiting for him to to look scared, you know, to be like, <gasps> and it just wasn't. He's like, that's cool. 
was that a, a robot shark? Is that how they did that? Right. I mean, cause I also am a filmmaker and he's been on movie sets and he's seen the monster puppets and he gets that. So Al kind of sees through, you know, the, the magic a little bit. And mm-hmm. he's always curious about that. Yeah. And also I've been in movies multiple times. I've been in movies, well, in one movie, but multiple oh, times. No, a, nice. a couple movies actually. You're in a short film. And then uh, House Sitters. Yeah, I actually was um, like, the, if I'm correct, the main character of like the little like show oh, in the middle. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, where could our can our listeners find that? Any of those shorts out there online? Um. <laughs> I honestly, I think House Sitters was taken down from places. Oh no! Uh, um, well, which is a, a, a well, I was going to say micro, and then I went to course correct to say nano budget, and then I had to course correct again because we had no budget. There was no money spent on that movie, um, but uh, we filmed it over the course of ten days. I was the assistant director. Al ended up in it a couple times, and it was just. It was it was a hoot. It's like a stoner monster comedy, nice. but uh, you know, so Al couldn't be around for most of it, right. and that really upset him. He was like four at the time. So, <laughs> so Al, let's. I want to talk to you a little bit about before we get into what we're going to talk about. So get some of the background for our listeners to see what kind of like flavor you're bringing. So, Al, how old are you as of right now? Right now, I'm eight. Okay. Because I think the last time I talked to you, you were six. Yeah, that sounds, sounds right. about right. Mm-hmm. Okay, so just to get a gauge of for our listeners of what kind of movies and things that you like and what, like I said, your flavor is, what off the top of your head are some of your favorite horror movies that you've seen? Off the top of your head, just the first ones that spring to mind. Some You're of your thinking favorites. too much about it. Um, <laughs> Pocus Pocus. Um, what movie scared you the most? Do you have a movie that scared you the most? That you're like, I don't know if I want to watch that anytime soon. Again. If you're if you're talking about any movie, even if I didn't watch the whole thing, yeah, that would be Krampus. I watched like I didn't watch that much of it, but like I'm like, nope, nope, I'm done. (laughs) Those toys were scary. That big snake, Jack in the Box monster. Yeah, he didn't get far. No. no, he was. He begged me. He was like, "Dad, I can do it. I can. I can do Krampus. I swear. I'm. I'm not gonna get scared." And we got. And I was like, "Okay, you have like the, the shut it down. You know, like the veto power at mm-hmm. any moment to just shut this thing down." And uh, it got to the part where the the sisters like under the truck. Oh, the then that was scary. Yeah, that was a good scare. <laughs> yeah. And he was like, "Dad, we got to turn this off. I don't. I don't think I can do this." <laughs> well. Al, when I was your age, I did that. Hap- that happened to me in Hellraiser. I went to see that movie in the theater, right, with my mom, and I was about seven or eight. And there was a part where it started getting to the part when, like, the body was coming out of the mattress, and I was like, "I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done." And so, like, it, and it freaked me out. And so, I, I walked out of there, and I, I couldn't calm down for a while. All we can say is parenting was different in the '80s than it is nowadays. So that's for sure. Yeah. Now, last time me and you talked, uh, we talked about Godzilla movies, right? Do you still do you still watch a lot of Godzilla movies? If you do, you have a favorite Godzilla movie or a Godzilla monster? Um, hmm. 
even more importantly. Wouldn't say I would have a favorite movie or a favorite monster. What ones do you like, though? You can open up. Be yeah. honest with Genius um, here. I really, I really like the newest ones. I was about to ask. Oh, did you see yeah, have you seen the new monsters? ones? The, the the ones with like a yeah. King Ghidorah and stuff. I saw, I saw, I actually saw Godzilla King of the Monsters in the theaters. Oh, it was cool, wasn't it? And yeah. see, now many, many moons later, I'm telling you, Al, you're going to be able to brag about that and say, yeah, I saw that in the theater. And your friends People are going to go, no, what's a didn't. theater? Yeah. Oh, 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 hey now. <laughs> hey hopefully, now. We, hopefully we won't get to that point. Hopefully we won't get to that point. But are it be like theater? Is that an app that you use? Is it like a Roku? Well, here's one, actually. Since we've been all enclosed in spaces, have you guys been able to watch any movies together that you guys have really enjoyed? I, I feel like that is the only thing that I have done to keep my sanity. And so, yeah. boy, I mean, we worked our way through the Criterion Godzilla set. We did oh, nice. that. Mm-hmm. And, um, oh, boy. We just watched so many movies. Yeah. 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 It, it, they all kind of blend together. Yeah, that's basically like the only thing we could really do that we both wanted to do. So what have yeah. you seen recently that you really liked? Have there something like very recently that you like like really really enjoyed? I'm trying to yeah, cuz like I've watched a bunch for October, but I can't remember even the last one before Ernest cuz I feel like I watched 15 in between there. Yeah, it's October's hard cuz we watch so many movies and we have to retain all this information, it's and it's like, it's like that old saying. Yeah, I learned a whole bunch of new stuff, but five years of piano lessons have gone out the out the window. <laughs> so, uh, it happens when you get older, as it is. But a young man like Al, his his brain is going to be just collecting and absorbing all the good genre stuff. So, do you have a recommendation of what I should see tonight, Al? Like, if you look, man. if you can watch yeah. one movie, what should I watch? Focus, focus. That's fair. (laughs) That's fair. Okay, okay, Al. I finally watched that last week, and I love that movie. The Sanderson sisters are now like my favorite of all time. Um, What is, do you have any, what's your favorite thing of Hocus Pocus? Was it the zombie? What, yeah, what'd you think of the zombie? I don't think it was, it was so, he was so funny. He was so funny. That's a wait. His name That's is Doug, Doug Jones. Yes, but the name is I think Willie. Bill, Billy, 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 Billy Butler, I believe. Again, I'm I I love the movie so much, Al, that we are genius and I. We're very lucky. We get to host some of the the screenings here at the theater, and I now want to make sure next year I host one of the Hocus Pocus screenings because I'm going to watch it every Halloween now. Uh, I'm telling you that movie is so much fun. The I put a spell on you. Yeah. Now, we won't require you to sing or anything because <laughs> we don't have good singing voices here. Have you seen The Witches, Al? The movie The Witches, yes. the old one? Yes, oh. yes. We've also read the book together. Oh, the book is great, isn't it? I read the book in elementary school. It is super good. It is dark. It is a dark, dark story. What do you think about the new remake coming out? Have you seen trailers for that? No. I, I think I've seen... I think I've, I think I've seen, like... Um, there was like a little ad, and I think I saw a, mm-hmm. like a little bit. I don't remember it that much, though. Are you Looks excited? pretty cool, though. Yeah, it's Looks got, pretty cool. I think it's got what does it have? Anne Hathaway uh-huh. playing the um, the Grand High Witch. Yes, she's oh that. Mm-hmm. 
I I don't know how you got through that movie, Al, because that one it's still to this day good scares me. Movie, it's a good story. Yeah, that, all, all of Ronald Dahl's stuff is just dark, crazy dark. Has that Grimm's fairy tale where we're trying to teach him lessons, but we're going to scare him while we do it. Well, yeah. speaking did of, did you want to tell him what we're doing for our Halloween episode? Hocus pocus. <laughs> yes. Awesome. See now, and somehow. I've... And somehow, we didn't even talk about the main character. We talked about him once, and that's it. Because <laughs> he's very boring. He's uh, It's all about the sisters and the zombies. Yep. And, yep. Oh, yes, that was. And then Kathy Najimy, her just, I smelled kids. Oh, just her leering. And, oh, kills me. Love it. I love it. Did you see where they're getting ready to do a reunion when they're gonna they're gonna dress up as the Sanderson sisters again, and I think it's happening next week. Oh yeah, for like oh. a live read or something. Uh, well, and again, we live in a kind of a grand age where those kind of things happen nowadays, which is pretty rad. But talking about stuff that gateway horror, Hocus Pocus, I think is a great gateway horror film. Um, if I were to ask you, Jeff, what would you? How would you describe or define gateway horror? Yeah, I think the gateway horror, ultimately, yeah, it's things like Hocus Pocus. Ernest is maybe even still a little spooky, but like Hocus Pocus is pretty accessible. Um, but I, I, when I do think about gateway horror, it's those ones where you push past the kitty stuff and you're like, oh, this is for real now. You know, I like I think of the gate, like the gate is mm-hmm. to me that standard. It's like when you when you watch the gate, I've the gates open, you know, like it's, it's, you're ready to go. Um, beyond that, it's just exploration, you know, like how, how far can you get? Ideally, you don't watch Hellraiser before that. <laughs> so genius may have done it wrong. This is what happens. This is the result of not following the recipe, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, of course, though, it was weird because growing up in like the late 80s, early 90s, we had so much stuff edited for television mm-hmm. that, Things were gateway horror then that are not now. Not at, well, and then there's even like accidental gateway horror, whether it's um, Watership Down. The yes, <laughs> yes. Or I was even thinking like the Wheelies, the Wheelers from Return to Oz. Oh yeah. Or and thankfully even there the are witches, the witches. But there are dozens of us out there. The Cronenberg scene from Superman Three. And some of you might go, wait, is there a Cronenberg scene in Superman 3? There is. Flesh and technology are melded and fl- fused together. Long it's frightening. Long kryptonite. Yes, it's so scary. But those are accidental kind of gateway horror because Superman 3 isn't a horror movie. Well, I mean, <laughs> it depends. It depends. But scary. You, you mentioned it, um, Jeff. Ernest Scared Stupid is pretty intense. Um, yeah, yeah. I and I knew of this movie. This was the first time viewing, but I want to find out because I have to assume that you passed this one down to Al. So, what is your history with the film? How did you first come around it? Do you remember your first time viewing it? I don't remember the first time I viewed it. Uh, it would have been when it came out on VHS, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, you know, we were rednecks. We were watching all the Ernest movies. We watched Slam Dunk Ernest, you know, like it didn't matter. Like if Ernest was in it, we were renting it because, you know, we were backwoods folk. So, like, and that was that was just a thing you did. Every Ernest came out, we had to watch it. So, yeah, it had to have been when it came out on VHS. But it is 
it's one that I knew that I could show Al when he was younger that was spooky, but like he could see through the effects, but he'd still kind of get the spooks, you know, mm-hmm. and that we could still have fun with it. So I showed it to you, what, two, three years ago for the first time? Speaking of seeing through effects, I can, I can somehow, even when I'm not trying, and if I think about it, I can totally see through everything. You're seasoned. You know. You know that. You already know the movie magic. Absolutely. Well, like, yeah. was this movie? Because this movie was kind of the death nail, the death nail for the earnest big pictures. Um, it made mm-hmm. no money. It, it was well. It it was fourteen million dollars gross, but it was on a nine million dollar budget, so it didn't make that much. But the reason why they stopped making movies and it didn't get all the money that like Chris, saves Christmas or goes to jail did was because that it is spooky it was too spooky for a lot of people and so like word of mouth traveled and they're like well i don't know we want to see Ernest, but apparently there's trolls eating children and like all this terrible stuff i knew enough of the movie to know there was a troll so that's what i we're going to open with it because that is the spookiest scariest part of it al does this troll does he scare you does he do you see through the seams there and go oh i I can see how that works. Or was he like, that is a cool, creepy troll? Um, the troll still, the troll still does scare me a little bit. Not as much as last time, but it still does a little scare. It does still does a little scare me. I still, I still have no idea how they did that. Mm. Right. I mean, and, and the, a troll that goes around and like is wanting to capture ch- children is terrifying. But okay, so that troll was scary. Um, what about the other trolls? Because there was a lot of trolls in this movie. All the trolls, all the trolls were funny. And something about the trolls, if you look closely in the background, some of the trolls just have killer clown heads on them. <gasps> yeah, you know why? And this is why the future of horror is, is in, in your hands. hands. It's in That's... good hands. It's perfect good hands. Because <laughs> the guy who did the makeup for the trolls were the same guys who did the killer clowns from outer space. Let's see if Al can name them. Al? It's, it's hard to pronounce uh, even if you don't, even if you see it written, you can mispronounce it. Yeah. I even that... heard it pronounced twice, like in two different ways yeah. in that In Search of Darkness documentary. I was like going to say, okay. filmmakers. Genius. How do you pronounce them? Kyoto. Okay. Jeff, how do you pronounce it? I now pronounce it Kyoto, but I used to pronounce it Chiodo. And then I heard Joe Dante say Chiodo. And I'm like, what? What? It's the Berenstein, Berenstain <laughs> of the horror world. Yeah, it is. It's really bizarre, but no, that's the thing. That's why I think this movie is so scary. That troll is legit. I'm 44 years old, Al, so I've seen a lot of things, but I think if I would have seen this back in 1991, I even as the someone that saw The Gate at a young age, I think I would have still been a little freaked out because... I don't know if it's the fact that he has two noses. It's the two noses yeah. that does it. It's the two noses. They also, they also, if I'm correct, they did make the critters in critters. I'm correct. You are correct. They did make the critters in critters, and you know what? It shows they have a definite motif and theme with a lot of teeth, a lot of slime, and a lot of facial expressions. 
also, and this is what cracks me up, is this is a kind of an entryway into the Squidly Diddly because the troll <laughs> keeps evolving, and then, yeah, you get yeah, all Yeah, yeah, the these weird troll tentacles. <laughs> Trotacles. <laughs> this is so gross. It, well, and I wasn't expecting that. And again, my first time viewing, I'm watching this as we go along. And so, okay, you were... Well, it opens up like Evil Dead. It, I mean, the first <laughs> scene is 100% Evil Dead. <laughs> Do we call that Vern Vision? Yeah. <laughs> well, what Swallow I wanna, your Vern. I, what I want to know on your guys' uh, Jeff is you, you guys said you guys were brand loyal, you know, growing up with Ernest. And is that beyond Ernest Scared Stupid? Did you pass down the love of Ernest to Al? Has he seen? Ernest he goes to Africa, celebrated the dunk Ernest, Ernest in the army. <laughs> he, we've watched Ernest goes to camp a couple times because... When I went to buy Ernest Scared Stupid to show him, I was like, I'm just going to get the Blu-ray. But it was out of print, and it was 40 bucks. What? Like, this guy, like, a guy, and this was, like, Facebook group get a deal from a guy on a Facebook group kind of a price. So when the guy was, like, 40 bucks, I was like, I... I was like yard sailing at the exact same time I got that message from him. The next yard sale I went to had the three-pack Ernest DVD and for a dollar. Oh, there you go. Uh, so then he did see Ernest goes to camp, but not Ernest goes to jail yet. That's another one that gets a little dark. I like Ernest goes to jail. I I actually I I thoroughly enjoy the first four Ernest movies, the Touchstone Disney Ernest movies. Yeah, those are the good ones. Well, that's the question then because I I saw knew, I saw Scared, Scared Stupid in the theater. Well, I knew of Ernest, so let me ask you, Al. Is this a funny movie? Do you laugh through this movie? Yes. <laughs> Do you find Ernest funny? Is that a funny? question? Yes. Like, I yes, <laughs> I think so. Because I'm curious to see if your I generation just, likes him. It's a, <laughs> I do. I do laugh at this. I do. <laughs> it's always so fun. So what do you like about Ernest? What makes you laugh about him or the movie in general? Somehow, it's just like he totally, just like he himself is so funny. He does things. <laughs> I, I'm like a, what things? Like what it's, thing was funny? <laughs> is it all the characters that he plays? <laughs> that is pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> Did you like? You know what? You know what cracked me up? I don't know when I was watching this. I got a genuine genuine tickle is when he got stuck in that barrel and then he was trying to come <laughs> he tries kind of trying to climb up the stairs and he winds up rolling down the stairs and the dog barks him at him and then later on in the movie he's on the table and they're trying to get him out but he falls off the table and rolls down the stairs and the dog comes out and barks on him that genuinely gave me such a chuckle but the um no the he's genuinely funny like uh that was a great funny scene there was another joke that i wrote down where i genuinely laughed like hardly um there was yeah the 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 barrel scene just gave me such the biggest giggle and then so did um the bear trap the whole bear trap scene i don't know what was it about but i could not stop laughing and it wasn't like oh Ernest. it was like genuinely this is great comedy and it was so stupid and it was the dog what'd you think about the dog oh always a fan of the dogs you you can't go wrong with the little puppy 
Nope, you cannot go on with the door. And what were, was it, Rimshot? Were, yeah, were you sad when Rimshot got turned into wood? Because I know I was. I was. I was almost on tears. And then, like, I'm like, oh, no, oh. not the doggy. I was like, wait, is that the dog? Because I could not even see how that was the dog. It didn't even, it looked like just a piece of wood that was like this. But the sad <laughs> thing was, was But then I realized, oh. His head is just under his head. Mm-hmm. Untucked oh, under his... Yeah. Like, he's doing He was this. scared. Was like, yeah. And I was like, wait, how is that a dog? Because I could not see the head. And I'm like, I was like, wait, is that a dog? You've heard the headless horseman. There's the headless dog out there. <laughs> Another Disney staple. No, I, I was bummed. Like, I was like, not Rimshot. Because you hear the... And then, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're like, oh, no, not the dog. Well, the fact that also I don't know if you got if you know this, Al. We live we're here in Missouri, which I know how technically far is the Briarville? Yeah, from I, where we are located. I don't know, but apparently it's backwoods. So, <laughs> well, I was going. I was going to ask. Yeah, I was like, is is that a place you've been to? Is that a place you should avoid? I, you know what? Either way, I wouldn't have been in there. That seems like one of those small towns <laughs> that has a murder barn somewhere. Exactly. <laughs> We're not brave enough to explore those places. And the f- But the fact that this starts with the curse that every um, generation is going to become dumber and that opening scene in the dumpster in the trash with the, with the garbage truck, I mean, it, it made me laugh. It's yeah. just the physical comedy and the fact that you have Rimshot Messing around with all the stuff with the truck. I just, it's its absurd and silly. And Now, Al, would you build your tree house in that tree? Oh. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> Al watches horror movies. He knows better than that. But that tree house was rad with the yeah, fact that it, it had like a cannon on it. A dog food cannon? Yes. <laughs> and, a, and a pizza flinger? We all need a pizza flavor. A pizzinger. It's a pizzinger. It's a pizzinger. It's a pizzinger. I like that. I like that, Al. It's a pizzinger. How about some hot pie? And then you throw it a. How about a slice? You know, those were old props from the uh, Secret of the Ooze, Ninja Turtles 2. The pizza. The pizza and the pizza shooter. I like that they recycle it. Go ahead and plug it in a little bit more. There you go. (laughs) Sound issues. Horror movies from that era. Mm hmm. We're good. Go ahead. He was talking. Oh. <laughs> so horror movies from that era really made me as a kid feel like I wasn't doing the whole childhood thing right because I didn't have a rad tree house, you know, like the monster squad, right. you know, or these kids, even the kids in the gate, like, you know, they had a tree house, right? Unless yeah. I'm mistaken. So do we think that's, feel like that's the sign of a true gateway horror film is mm. the treehouse or the, a clubhouse or something yeah, a gathering have, spot i didn't have yeah. nothing i have my room i i had i was luckily actually i lived by a john deere tractor uh warehouse so they always had all the tractors laying about so me and my friends would uh-huh. grab our little fake swords and our fake little facsimile weapons and we'd hop on them and ride them like they were Mad Max vehicles. Of course, we weren't driving them, but I mean, the imagination goes a long way, especially Fake back swords. in the day. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, Al, like literally, when I was your age, when I was eight years old, I was dressed in a ninja outfit and I was riding around on my BMX bike around my neighborhood. And it's all black. I had a little fake ninja sword with a, with a neon orange Haro FST. So... <laughs> You want to talk about a contrast, but that's, 
I don't think you could do that nowadays. No. Or could don't you? I mean, not in Chicago a, either. I do have a rubber sword. There, see, there you go. I do have a sword. And I have, I actually have, a, I do have Ninja Turtle weapons. Nice. I have a Ninja Turtle shield and the nin- I have Ninja Turtle shield and Ninja Turtle double daggers. Well, you know, there's even a more of a connection between Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2 in this movie is the troll versus, have you seen part two by any chance, Al? Many moons ago. Oh, okay. Because they've got the big monster mutations in that movie, which are kind of scary. Super cool. They were kind of scary back in the day, which, again, gateway, uh, the inadvertent gateway horror moments. The big mutants. Yes. Um, Okay, so we've talked the treehouse. What'd you think about the witch? Eartha Kitt, who just ate the entire scenery up, (laughs) and I think she... It, I think the movie was so much better for it because she was just so like, you need to use the thing before the, the child's heart. Would well, you say she was perfect? Perfect. Mm-hmm. Well, eh, we'll see. And again, Jeff, He's Genius, perfect? and myself. See? Perfect. We know her. See? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Now, does has Al ever watched any of those old Batman? Oh, yeah. We got the, the Blu-ray set, the, the big one that... Well, when we got it, it used to play, you know, you'd push it and na 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 na. And now you push the button and it goes. <laughs> it's horrifying. You're going to summon up like a gang of. Uh, Man bat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because I always, that's how I knew Eartha Kitt as Catwoman. Yeah. You know, and the, the, the battle between her and Julie Newmar has raged between many a fan person out there. Uh, but. That's what I wanted to know if Al knew that connection there, because otherwise she's just some cool witch. Yeah, I don't, I don't think Al would remember that. Mostly, he got obsessed like I do with uh, Egghead. You know? Yes. Yeah. I always liked King, King Tut. I thought he was very underrated. Uh, he, that's when you can break out the bat tootsie. The bat tootsie. <laughs> but what'd you think of the witch? Do you think she was funny? Do you think she was kind of scary? Do you think she was wild? She was. She was also. She was also funny too. I don't know if I'd. I. I. You know what? I take that back. I totally would hang out because she had a rad place. Well, yeah. And, what'd you think about her house with all the weird sculptures and stuff? Would you live in a place like that? I totally would have. <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> she had that cool library, and she was talking about okay, I can. I know how to kill monsters. I know how to kill vampires. Yes. I know how to kill werewolves. She was ready, and apparently, I'm here to believe. I'm thinking that. Those things actually really do exist in this world yeah. if there's trolls. But, yeah. like, yeah, she knew how to take care of her stuff. Yeah, we got into quite the discussion about that. Like, when she brought that up, I was like, dude, did you catch that? Like, there are vampires out in that world somewhere. Yeah. There's like werewolves out there. Okay. I'm Vern glad you picked going that up against too. a vampire, then. That's what we. Ernest. <laughs> Vern as a vampire. Oh. Why do you got that look in your eye there, Vern? Everybody run, burn sucks. And then like everybody's like, oh yeah. I'm like, no, no, really. And he's like, blah, blah, blah. Her Bubba Hotep. Or fighting redneck werewolves. We're we're writing a much better film than I think what we originally got there. Well, you know, originally uh, the the original film was supposed to be not Ernest fighting a troll, but Ernest um inherits a haunted house. That 
that then it turned into it seems like it would he would lend himself more to a haunted, haunted house, house yeah with all the physicality but then it turned into Ernest uh and the voodoo curse where he goes to like Hawaii and or a tropical curse and there's a point where he turns into like a voodoo zombie but then like okay we still want curses we still want this but we wanted something different and so they went the whole troll route well yeah it, it's wild I mean you'd think yeah, I mean, like, studio-wise, the idea of we, we're going to make a horror movie or a, a kid's horror movie with Ernest, Haunted House seems real obvious, but it is too obvious, mm-hmm. you know? I mean, like, every comedian did that. Yeah. With Ernest, it isn't obvious, though. It's not obvious with Ernest? No. Why not? Because you don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know what? Do you he is going to go, ew, at one time, while the balls would bleed, and he would go, ew, <laughs> or like, or a whole bunch of flies would come in the room, and he'd like, I, Ernest P. Worrell, knows exactly how to exterminate these flies, and he pulls out like some sort of weird like vacuum <laughs> contraption, and it winds up like going in reverse and shooting more flies in the room <laughs> or something, you know? Like, <laughs> it sucks up the flies and then shoots at it in more flies. Or like better yet, he's like, "What's wrong with this machine?" And then he looks right into the hose, and then. <laughs> and it all blows into his face. And then, no. And then they shoot out flies, and he's like, Hi, Ernest P. Worrell, know how to deal with this. He runs out of the room. Okay, now if we don't have an Al and Genius penned Ernest movie here, and we need to recast Ernest at this point, unfortunately, but I'm, I want that collaboration John to happen. Cena. John Cena. John Cena. <laughs> yeah. Take a look. Take a look at John Cena. <laughs> He looks so much like Ernest in his in his now his movie roles. It's ridiculous. And I think if anybody can be physical, it would be John Cena. Like he could probably fall into a dumpster and be fine. He could probably get stuck in a bear trap and be okay. He's John Cena. He could probably get a vacuum full of flies in the face and be fine. Uh, I'm so like jacked that yeah. I mean, he could he wouldn't have to be scared, stupid. He could just like whoop it. Yeah, you know? exactly. I mean, you, you've got a, a jacked up uh, Ernest there. I'm actually, uh, and then Vern actually could be one of the valets as well as his manager. I'm telling you, this stuff, you guys, it's going to write itself. Played by Jimmy Hart. Let me tell you something, John Cena. <laughs> when everything's going to come in, when you got to go out there, you got to take care of that troll. Speaking of, okay, so you've seen Goes to Camp, right? Um, yeah. Okay, so my favorite character in Ernest Goes to Camp was the guy, the cook with the eyes with the eggs that one. And he's in all the other movies except Scared Stupid. But his brother, the old man, is in the movie as one of the Tulip brothers. Yeah. And that was the only thing. Although, if they're going to get somebody to play it, they might as well get the guy who played Crazy Ernie, used car salesman from UHF, to play the other brother. Have you ever yeah. seen UHF, Al? I don't think so he used to watch the weird al show though like the like the kids show that he did in the 90s al was watching that for a while on like shout factory tv and he was like obsessed with it because he had the hamster and stuff do you remember this no 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 that's okay that's okay well that's that's definitely a sweet spot for genius i love the the uhf totally (laughs) there needs to be a new Ernest movie. You know what? Ernest and me totally just made it up. That would be so funny. I'm telling you now, Al, you've got to go ahead and put together a little outline and, uh, you know, make some set pieces up. Well, you know what? 
let's talk about one of the set pieces here because it's the moment that truly terrified me. And I know if I would have watched it as a younger age, but the scene with the little girl. Holy smokes under the bed? Yes. That was terrifying. That genuinely scared me. And then what's worse, that was a scary scene. And then the part, Billy, I'm coming after you, Billy. When the troll was taunting. It's So scary. did any of those parts, like that part or the Billy part, did it like really scare you? Because we know this movie made you laugh, but it's supposed to be a scary movie. Um, hmm. I mean, I you, you brought it up before that yeah, scene even came I on. Remember um which one scared me the most? But the scene with the bed, um, or the scene with yes, I'm coming for <laughs> you, Billy. That one or the scene with or the scene with the bed. Yeah. That was uh that was a distinct finger peeking scene, you know, like the covering yes. his eyes, peeking through his little cracks. I see. I was like, it used to scare me, so it's like, it doesn't really scare me that much anymore, but still, it does scare me. It do, is real. It is scary. Well, Al, do you scary. think it might be too scary for some kids who, like, like, unlike you, are not seasoned horror fans? Like, yes. Do you, do you think of, because, like, the, that's the problem, like I said earlier, why it didn't make a lot of money, because people were afraid it was too scary for their children. So, do you think it would be too scary for children? Hmm. If they were too young and they didn't watch horror of that much, then yeah, they would be really scared. Well, I remember last, was it over? It was like December of last year, I guess, or maybe the year before. We're walking home from school and there are other kids and other families walking back. And one of the kids says to their mom, we watched a scary movie in school today. And I was like, no, we didn't. And she went, yeah, we did. And he was like, we did not. And she, she's like, yeah. And I was like, okay, well, hold on. What what did you guys watch? And she was like, a Muppet Christmas Carol. And at that point, I was like, oh, man, maybe I have just no sense of what other kids think are scary. Like, to, to me, that is that doesn't even, it's not even a blip on the radar, you know, for Al anyway, right. at least. I had to think about what was scary with it. I was like, oh, technically well, Muppet Ghosts? A, well, it's a ghost, <laughs> ghost. story, and yeah. and no matter what iteration in Christmas Carol is, the uh, futures, uh, Ghost of Christmas Future oh, is yeah. always terrifying. Scrooge. I mean, Scrooge, yep. Yep. the whole Alec McGinnis, even the George C. Scott, the Muppet Christmas one especially, that's a terrifying like ghost of Christmas past. Well, you'd think an earnest movie would be rated G, ideally, but this is PG, but this is 1980s, 1990s PG, Kids which was... Kids are getting tore up. When, that, when the uh, troll came out of nowhere and took that kid on the skateboard, oh, that man. gave me a shock. I was like, whoa! I wasn't expecting that. And the fact that it was like a big scary troll just snatching a child. No, the, the effects work are great. The scares are great. The laughs are great. This was an, a very enjoyable first time watch for me because I knew so much about it, but never seen it from front back hey al what'd you think about them when the trolls attacked everybody in the in the forest oh the end of the movie is so funny control army siege that is so funny well i <laughs> think was... of a number through one. Oh, think yeah. of a number from one through ten was it two 
Bink! And he just pokes him in the eye. Yeah, that was so funny. Good. Or when he was trying to get the bowling ball off. He was trying to use the bowling ball and knock that troll off that one dude. And he's like, <laughs> Ernest gets ready. And he shoots. And he winds up hitting the dude in the bumblebee outfit. <laughs> Instead of the troll. (laughs) That was, I think, Al's biggest laugh when we watched it Monday. And then mine was the the eye poking. I I mean, just it's it's classic. You poke somebody in the eyes. I think it's funny like every time. Right. There are things that are universally funny. um, Flatulence and eye poking. I mean, it's going to be it's always going to be worth a laugh there. Um, Now, I got to ask. Is. I love like the whole time he was being chased by those two, two trolls. Wee, wee, wee. Oh, when he was yeah. running inside of the in the treehouse, he yeah. was going back and forth, and he goes, yeah, too smart for you. Oh no, guess I'm not. And then he like runs around, and then <laughs> that, there was a lot of good troll nanigans. A lot of good <laughs> troll nanigans. Well, and the fact that it is something takes out the trolls that genius technically can take you out it as can well. Take me out too. Yeah, we're not talking meok. We're talking good old fresh milk. And not since the movie Dragnet have I seen milk used so effectively in retaliation scenes. And let me ask you, Al, have you ever had Miak before or have you had milk no. before? I've had milk before. Okay, so we know you're not a troll then because you would have like... The jury's still out on me though. Well, that's true. This is true. This is why... <laughs> This is why we're always I'm, cautious of into, uh, lactose intolerant. Yeah, I'm really not lactose intolerant. I'm actually just a troll in disguise. Like if you, if I, t- I actually I have hiding another nose underneath it. And it's always constantly snotty, <laughs> and so. <laughs> but Al, in 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 the pantheon of movies, the way to dispatch monsters, we know like silver bullets for werewolves, garlic and steaks and sunlight for vampires, but milk. Is that interesting? Is that weird? Is that kind of cool? Is that kind of like lame? What do you think about the milk aspect being the the killer of trolls? It is funny though. It is really funny. How just milk? It, it serves the purpose. It's just so funny. Why they? Why? It's just so funny that they shoot milk out of squirt guns. The squirt guns. Oh, that, yeah. that was killing killing you the oh, other day. Absolutely. Does it make sense why you would shoot water at? Water out of squirt. The way you would shoot fish with water out of squirt guns. Not kidding. I did do that. <laughs> you shot oh, a fish with a squirt gun full of water. I was so confused. I was, what are you talking about? I didn't remember that part of the movie. Gotcha. <laughs> I was like, where'd the fish come in from? But okay. No. The, well, and even the fact that you get some of those old school like super soaker, yes, yeah. you know, things that again as a kid when I wa- if I would have watched that as a kid. I would have got oh those are cool. I want to make sure I get all those. And then is there a store somewhere where I can buy breakfast machines? Because like there was so many Pee Wee's breakfast machines that like worked and were functional and they were they were weaponized, weaponized breakfast machines, you know? And they were just laying around in Ernest's garage, I guess. Like he he had them just laying about. Well, and here's the question: as a, as a uh, responsible parent, Jeff, would you let Al hang out with Ernest? That's what I was thinking the whole time. Like, <laughs> the kid? like everybody, oh, they're with Ernest in the forest, and they're over there with Ernest, like in the in the dumpster. And I'm like, does nobody know watch 2020 in this town? Does nobody have Dateline? Like, <laughs> I understand this is another time, another place, but still, <laughs> like the local the local. Uh, Lummox jamming janitor. <laughs> yeah, it was it was yeah, different times, man. Like I have I have a um I guess he'd be a great uncle 
who is kind of this backwoods wacky character. Like he lived in a teepee for a while and he like had a bunch of chickens and he would dye their leaves or their leaves, their feathers. What the hell am I talking about? Leaves. Their leaves. <laughs> <laughs> He dyed their feathers and then he would make like headdresses and stuff out of them. And, you know, because I guess he would, he would have been what, like one eighth uh, Native American. And so he like lived in a teepee and he was dying all his chickens. He taught his dog to climb a tree. And every time he came out there, he'd be like, he'd have some new wacky adventure that he'd, he'd be on. And we'd, we'd go out there like, what are you doing now? You know, and it, and I guess that's kind of like an earnest character, you know, but I mean, I was related to him. So I guess it wasn't so weird. No, I, and I actually, I also had an uncle that put up a teepee in his backyard. So I don't know if it's a Midwest thing, potentially. I am that uncle. I am the weird <laughs> uncle. Local eccentric. I am local eccentric, <laughs> but I still don't go around with non like related kids on adventures in the woods. Well, truth be told, I do have this giant wooden satyr on the front porch of my house. And I know there have been a few times when I've heard kids walking by home from school that they're pointing at it and like, I think that place might be haunted. And I should be in the bushes going, Lonnie, get get (laughs) away from there, Lonnie. Well, that's a a kind of a round. It's well, cedar. It's, oh, uh, it's um, it's a half man, half goat. Yep, but the the goat is the bottom half. The bottom the, goat, the, the one that plays the flutes. That one. You remember? No, is there one on the? No, there's not one on that. Oh no, they're told there might be. I don't know. I've got like a, a hacks in the history of witchcraft print right behind him. That's I was gonna say that actually plays perfectly into it. Well, I wanted to get to the very ending of the film and the fact that it is love that it ultimately vanquishes the head troll there, and I was not expecting that. I thought that was a kind of a nice message. But I like the way, like the way that it ends with the classic Ernest joke. With the <laughs> Well, also, I should say, I was and also... And that was earned. That was an earned Ernest joke. And I was shocked at like the messiness of when all the, the, the trolls are dispatched. Yeah. They were ooey and gooey, and I think that also is kind of scary as a potentially as a kid what'd you think about that was it scary when they were got dispatched and they or was it gross or what was it was it a very slimy slimy movie hmm. so there's a lot of snot in that movie it was a lot of slime i totally now that i think about it, i'm seeing a trend in these movies scary but also at the same time unbelievably funny there... in this in like the movies I've seen from the Kyoto Brothers, Critters, mm-hmm. kind of clowns from outer space. Now this, there's a trend with them. Yeah, spooky but unbelievably funny. That is very true. All of the movies yeah. the Kyoto Brothers have worked yeah. on are very funny. They are fun, and that's the thing. I think that's. Uh... I will go back to this movie quite a bit. I will go back to Critters. I will go back to Killer Clowns from Outer Space because they're fun. And and that was a great head explosion from the troll. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That was a really yeah. good head explosion. Wasn't expecting that. Actually, again, as a first-time viewer, I was like, oh, okay, again, I can totally see why 
this freaked out a lot of youngsters that were going in looking for the <laughs> the the wacky earnest film and then walking away with a little trauma and just going oh i need to go to a, you know see a therapist here it turns into maniac in the last couple seconds <laughs> <laughs> Turns out Savini actually did some second AD work that day. So <laughs> Joe Spinell. <laughs> Hopefully it'll be a long day, Al, before you are you know really introduced to Savini and Spinell and all those fine folks from oh. New York. <laughs> hey, can you do can you do like can you do like what Ernest did? The <laughs> again. <laughs> I cannot. So, would you see any 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 more Ernest movies? Hmm. Are you interested in reviewing the uh, at least the first four, the, the the Touchstone four? The Touchstone. I need to see more Ernest. Movies. <laughs> oh, that's a resounding yes. Then, that's yeah. It, yeah, absolutely. Because yes. the Christmas one's pretty funny. Yeah, Camp one's my favorite, but the Christmas one is pretty funny. Well, we'll have to check in later and see your earnest, uh, the earnest journey, uh, the importance of being earnest. I don't know. That's, mm. yeah, and right there. I, the title. That was a really upsetting moment for me as a child when I saw on the TV guide the importance oh, of being earnest yes, was coming on. Yes, is not in it. And I'm like, who are these people? What do I care about their dinner parties or whatever? You know, I'm like, where is earnest? I was like seven, was you like, know, just confused. That's funny. And also when they said the curse was his descendants were going to get dumber and dumber. I was like, yep, yep, yep. <laughs> of course. <laughs> it explains a lot. So that let's see here. It explains everything. Like, hey, Vern, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to mess with these social norms. Check it out. Look at here. I'm going to be at this fancy <laughs> dinner party and I'm going to do something stupid. And then he like dips his finger in the, in the, like, the, the dip. Ew. You know, and just like and then and then he goes, Hey, I know what, let's make this party more fun. And he gets a whole vacuum full of flies. <laughs> Back to the well. <laughs> and their fly comes in, he's like, and he pulls out, I Ernest B. Moral know how to take care of it. Vacuum thing sucks in the fly. I, it, you you gotta go back to those. More those are the best. Come out. Hi, Ernest P. Whirl. Know how to take care of this. He takes he takes a cheese dip bowl and throws it at the flies. <laughs> to get him sticky, like well, what this needs is an industrial strength glue trap, just like my forefathers used to do. And then he would just take that and just like <laughs> throw the cheese, and it would wind up hitting like the rich lady, the wealthy Dowinger. <laughs> <laughs> She faints or gets knocked out. No, it hits a chair and knocks the chair over. And the person falls onto the, and the cheese bowl breaks. The person falls onto the cheese. Ah. Oh, and then they knock on. They knock down a priceless statue, and the statue then falls on them, smashing them deeper into the cheese. With the flies, yes. with the flies, and then Ernest goes over and he looks and he goes. <laughs> and all the flies go over and try to eat the cheese. Statue falls down, crushes all the flies, and there's like blood on his face. And Ernest <laughs> comes over. That's even that, that's Al almost as scary as this Ernest movie. Al's version is very dark. <laughs> Al's, is... Al's got the PG thirteen <laughs> Ernest going on. <laughs> Dead flies everywhere. How about dead flies everywhere? Dead flies are scary. Yeesh. Wait till you see Amityville, my friend. You'll never look at a fly again. Or the fly. Yes. Mm. Ooh, w whether the original or remake. Hey, Vern, be afraid. Be very afraid. <laughs> <laughs> well, final thoughts here. Let's go ahead and wrap things up. Uh, you're, um, 
Al, should people, if they have not seen Ernest Scared Stupid, should they go out and see it? Yes. And if there ever and if there ever is a chance, um, me and Genius can make an Ernest movie. Heck yeah. Mm. With John Cena. Yes. With- yes. Um, yes. how old do you think is too young for this movie, Al? Too young for this movie. Like, how old do you think kids would be if they be if they, they shouldn't watch this if they would get too scared? Five. Five or six? Five ish. Yeah. Okay. Five-ish. That makes sense. Yeah. I like okay. that. That's a good gauge. Mm-hmm. That's a good gauge. Mm-hmm. No, that's familiar. That is familiar. Um, and then ultimately, let me ask you, uh, Jeff, as a father, as a parent, um, when do you think um, his transition period is going to be? Because here in just a few years, he's going to become a teenager. And then that's crazy, right? I, like, I, it, it, well, I don't and, know where it's gone. <laughs> well, and even honestly, as a listener of the show, it's been fascinating to honestly hear both of you grow during this time and just in to like, hear him, his in taste. like one year, I think. Well, well what do you mean? One, oh, one year is you're going to be able to watch everything. <laughs> like next year, you're going to be watching Hellraiser. No. He's going to be it's, nine years old. Like today, we're watching Serbian film. Just like just grizzled, <laughs> just a grizzled horror vet. Just <laughs> no, no, nope, nope. There's uh, <laughs> nope. it's it's one of those things where like I remember as a kid that, that I would have these disappointing moments. Like my dad would just be like. No, you just can't watch that. But it was always like definitive, right? Yeah. If I couldn't watch something, it'd be like, you can't watch it. Like it was never going to happen. And so with Al, it's always been when you are ready, I will let you watch it. Like the That's... moment you're ready, we'll do it, you know? Mm-hmm. And so yeah. he's progressed a lot faster than I thought he would. Yeah. Like I didn't think. And also I do that. And sometimes I progress in movies. Sometimes. And sometimes. <sighs> We did an interview Ah, with a movie director, and she was like, I didn't think someone would notice that. I totally noticed that it was, she made a bunch of shark movies, Misty Tally, and I realized, wait, all the times when the shark jumps out of the water, that's the same exact scene. You just copy that into into a different background. (laughs) You called her out. That's yeah. That's great. Uh, that's great. Hey, you know what? I, one out of the mouths of babes, and two, if you're going to be an honest ruler, you got to call it out sometimes. Right. And if you want I mean, to, and I, no, quite honestly though, if you want to continue to hear that kind of critique and insight, and again to hear Al grow as a film viewer, as a film fan, and probably eventually, I imagine a filmmaker. Who knows? Who knows? Continuing in Daddy's footsteps there. You know what? The first film Al's going to make. He's gonna call me up. Me and him are gonna make er, <laughs> Ernest, yeah. er, 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 Ernest, Lord of the Flies. <laughs> <laughs> That's wonderful. Oh my goodness! Now House gonna... of Haunted Ernest. Yes. House of Haunted Ernest, where there is a dinner scene where he take tries to take care of a, a fly with a vacuum contraption. More flies comes out. He throws a cheese bowl. It breaks. It hits a chair. It breaks. Someone falls hits their head on the cheese and the statue falls down and pushes them more into the cheese oh, yep and then rimshot comes and licks the cheese off the face yes okay there we go there is your proof of concept that you guys can put together to show to investors that this movie is going to work <laughs> oh my goodness i hope this happens now at this point i'm really looking forward to that when he sees a ghost <laughs> and he and he runs and crashes into the table 
<laughs> See, you're already expanding this from a short to a feature film. But then he winds up hitting the table and falling through a trap door into the basement. <laughs> Ooh, there we go. Fruit cellar. Door. His, no, his head falls through a trap door. Then he, he looks around. Ducked, That's right. And he's stuck. And then when he pulls out, he has the trap door thing in part of the floor around his head. Oh, I, I, I totally see it. Okay, here's, what, here's what's going to happen, because I don't want anyone out there to steal these great ideas. We're going to have to talk about this off air, because right. right now, you guys are giving away these ideas for free. But um, remind our listeners again, where can they listen and follow along on all of your adventures? At Twitter, you can find us on cadaver underscore cast. You can find us on Instagram at... Cadavercast, one word. You can find us on Facebook at the Cadavercast, Cadavercast, Critters and Creeps Club. Join the club. And where can they listen to us? (laughs) Apple Podcast, SoundCloud, Stitcher, all all that business. Yeah. Get you a podcatcher. Mm -hmm. Everywhere you listen to podcasts. So listen, sincerely, Thank you both for coming on and sharing this because number one, it was great to watch the movie just for my my viewing or my sake, but to hear that connection there, the, the possible <laughs> earnest extended universe that we're gonna get eventually. And it's always good to one, it's always good to talking to you guys. Especially yeah. Al. I really enjoy our conversations. We do I do we do need to call each other again, genius. So I we think, can talk about the earnest movie. I think so too. <laughs> oh, what about Ernest versus Godzilla? Like, he gets oh, radioactive, yeah. and he's a giant kaiju yeah. earnest. He, like, steps on a city and goes, ew. Yes, 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 yes. I feel like maybe in um, Neil Cicerega's, uh The Ultimate Showdown, something like that happens. I feel like Ernest has to be in that somewhere. That, uh, you know what I'm talking about? An old the, old, the old ultimate showdown of the yeah. ultimate yeah that that song of the video yes yeah. oh no, my I don't think like Ernest, Ernest is in there because I don't think he's a, I don't think he's a it's he's like a just BA. the tiny little Ernest versus the giant Godzilla but he Godzilla has somehow wins on a city he's like you <laughs> hey, and he flies in he tries to fly in and he crashes onto Godzilla <laughs> <laughs> right in his eye right but uh, so. Is this going to go in your on your Halloween rotation, Al? Are you going to recommend Ernest to all your classmates and see it every year at Halloween? Probably see it every Halloween, yeah. Would you recommend it to your friends? <laughs> his his friends are not not horror kids. Yeah, like uh, we're we're definitely the odd family out over here. True. You're the cool so, family. Yep. True. Some of my friends do watch some. Stuff like that. I mean, you think some of them can handle it? Well, what's funny is Mm -hmm. Al is going to be that guy where you go, one of my friends, Al, introduced me to this crazy horror movie. Al, you're going to be the one introducing all your friends to all these crazy movies. Yeah, you're going to be the cool kid. It's an honor and a privilege. 100% cool points. That's right. And and when you realize that you were that person, that's that's an honor to know Mm -hmm. that. Yeah. You know, I was talking to introduce them to all these crazy Godzilla movies (laughs) that they can be like, you should watch (laughs) this crazy movie. Well, it gets crazier. One of, one of our friends told me a couple years back, he was like, yeah, no, the, I mean, the first movie we watched together was uh, blood sucking freaks. Oh, I was like, 
I introduced you to like oh, no. my world of cinema with blood sucking freaks. That's where I went as like a sixteen year old. Oh. What? That's that's announcing your presence with authority. I believe the yeah. uh, the kids. Yeah, that movie's hardcore. Wow, wow. <laughs> Skip church on Sunday. Come on over. We're watching blood sucking Blood-sucking freaks. freaks. Oh my goodness! Well, hopefully, there's going to be a sacrifice at the altar somehow. That's right. <laughs> well, speaking of sacrifices, uh, next week will be our Halloween official episode. Yes, and we are in true Halloween style. We're not announcing what the film that we're talking about is. It's a trick, or and it could a be treat. a treat, and that's how it is going to be labeled: trick or treat with a question mark because we don't want them to confuse it with Sammy Kerr <laughs> or Sam. That's right. Well, we'd throw an R in there for that. That's true. But uh, we will, and again. It's not going to be in the title, so you got to wait until we talk about it. So what will that title be? You'll have to listen in. Mm -hmm. Until the next time, this is Greg D. I'm Genius McGee. And we will see you in your dreams. Ew. <laughs>